that there are more and more people who think there should be something else besides turkey. And I can remember wanting to have pizza for Thanksgiving. I think we're going to have turkey this year. In fact, I'm pretty sure we're going to have something approaching a standard Thanksgiving meal. I haven't heard anything about it in dressing, but most of the other stuff is, is there. So you give us a call and, and join the party. And talk to Tom tonight because he's, uh, he's uh, needing conversation. 919 is the area code, 860-9783-919-860-WPTF. John, do we have any callers yet? I've lost John, our producer. Well, he will tell me eventually if, if anybody has called in. But you dial up the number. Not at this time, Tom. Okay, be a part of the program because uh, I, it, it, I need you to, to help me construct a, a kind of standard Thanksgiving. I've got it Googled, and I'll read to you later what it says, but I'm not going to start out with it. I want to see what you think it's going to be. And also, do you plan to observe the rules that we have been given? Uh, and, of course, I guess the main rule is that you, uh, you have been discouraged from having groups of people, uh, so there would be no interchange of uh, possible elements of disease. Uh, and yet uh, we also have been told on the news programs that uh, the, the airports are, are full and that lots of people are planning to drive to Grandma's house. And, uh, I talked to my sister today, and she said her children were coming, but they're, they are at her house all the time, well, not all the time, but back and forth now, but nobody else was coming. And she's the matriarch of our family, and Mrs. Kearney and I are not going planning to be there, nor at anywhere else. So we're going to have our Thanksgiving according to the rules. Because uh, I think it's important now that we recognize that, unlike some persons prophesied, the the, the, the virus was about to be over, COVID-19, uh, we were turning the corner and it was all over. It is, it is getting worse, and we need to... Uh, do what is necessary to to stop it, or at least slow it to slow down, make an impediment to its growth, and so on. And and uh, I think they identified early on uh, some safety things you can do. What is it? You you wear a mask, you you can maintain social distance, and you wash your hands. And uh, I don't think we've really tried that very hard. And uh, there is complaining I know about. Uh, Businesses closing in restaurants and so on, but the fact is, is that on the other side of this, that if you don't respect it, is a lot of people who have already passed away. I think it's 250,000 now, and they're predicting that it will be at least that many in the few months ahead of us. And exactly how long it's going to take to get the the uh, the, the, the medicines that are will be used to uh, to stop it uh, and how successful they will be. And it's going to take a while to do that. And it's still unknown. Uh, we, we, cannot, we cannot, as we do in America, sometimes uh, wait for the magic bullet to appear. We're going to have to contribute to the success. So that will need to be a part of Thanksgiving. And, and the lesson that will be learned in this Thanksgiving may be a valuable one for something that happens about three and a half weeks later, and that is Christmas, which is another time when a lot of people get together. Uh, most of these are, are family holidays, and uh, so we've got to uh, 
uh, observe the rules there and, and try to pull it off. But while that is happening and you're having Thanksgiving, is your Thanksgiving going to be mostly like the historic, the standard Thanksgiving? And if I ask you to tell me, and I, well, I need some folks to call in. I need to, well, well, it's like Joan Rivers used to say, can we talk? She would say, can we talk? Well, what we want to talk about is, and you need, need to call and, and put in the pieces, what would you say if we had to write down the standard and I Googled it because I wasn't sure. I'm, I'm certain things would be on there for sure, but I wasn't really sure what the other elements would be. What would you say for you and your family? And a lot of it will be based on maybe your taste, but also your history, what what you grew up having, what Grandma had, and then what your family had in your home. That's something you've probably taken into a marriage. I have a friend who's, I guess I should John, can I say that you were recently married? Yeah. So John is experiencing his first Thanksgiving, so that means he's going to have to eat with his parents, and he's going to have to eat with her parents. And uh, I always found that to be wonderful while I was eating it, but uh, uh, there was a time when I wished I hadn't enjoyed it so much. You know, I kind of overate it a lot of times because it was, it was so good. But in any event, what uh, what is Thanksgiving going to look like at your house? Nine one nine eight six zero. Nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF on the Tom Curry Show. We're talking about Thanksgiving, and we want to hear from you. This will work only if you join us. The time right now, as we take a break, is the nine sixteen. We want to talk about some of your history of involvement with Thanksgiving and with the, with the meal, because that seems to be one of the central factors. Although Thanksgiving is also uh, definitely a, a family time, and uh, we may want to talk a little bit later about a movie called John. Is it Planes and Trains and Automobiles? I think that's it. Yep, that's it. Uh, John was telling me that someone in his family regularly watches that movie, and Stephen and I, my brother, on our trivia program last Friday, talked about it. It's one very definitely Thanksgiving movie. There are a lot of Christmas movies, and we're going to be talking about them on trivia nights next month. But. Uh, 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 the the two guys played by Steve Martin and John Candy are trying to get home to to their well Steve Martin's trying to get home to his family and I'm not real sure that John Candy has a family but he does have one in the end as you know but we'll talk about that uh, John tells me that we have our seed caller for tonight and that means you if you are not this person you can dial up and follow him and talk about Thanksgiving at nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three Herb. How are things in Fuquay Arena? Hey, Tom. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I really am doing just fine. It was, it, uh, it got a little dark today, a little cloudy, but other than that, it was a really nice day. It surely was. Well, I won't hold you up, but I want to tell you, I hope you and your family um, have a great Thanksgiving and everyone at WPTF as well. And let me ask you one quick thing, not to damper, dampen tonight, but didn't Johnny Hood pass away around this time? Thanksgiving night or the day after. If I yeah. dreamed that, I remember hearing that correctly. Yeah, it was, um, I think it was Thanksgiving night or the, maybe the night before Thanksgiving, but he was actually, Johnny was one of uh, one of my best friends, and we both, we, we both from Goldsboro. We went from grade school all the way together. We didn't hang out, you know, we didn't live in each other's pockets, but we were always there. He only lived about six blocks from here. And, yeah. Uh, his, I can remember uh, I had just finished eating supper, and uh, his wife Peggy called and said, Tommy, uh, Johnny just died, and he uh, wow. had an aneurysm. And I, and 
we did three or four programs, uh, you know, in tribute to him. But he died in in 2015, so this would be the fifth anniversary, and it was right around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Unfortunately, every year since that time on Thanksgiving, or this time of year, I always think about Johnny Hood because I think I I remember uh, it being announced on PTF by Tony Rigsby. I, I'll never forget that day because I thought a lot of, of him, too. I had met uh, Johnny Hood down the, uh, the Greenville Farm Show several times. Well, he used to love to go to that farm show, and I'm trying to think of the guy's name, the comedian, Jerry Clower. Uh, yeah, Jerry. He would be down there, and he and Hood were pretty good friends. And I've never, I've never heard a Jerry Clower story that didn't make me laugh. And so uh, <laughs> That's right. I always kind of enjoyed that. Now, yeah, I was often running the control board and stuff while Johnny was down in Greenville. But uh, no, he ended up being uh, president of the National Farm Broadcasters and is in the Farm Broadcasters Hall of Fame. And I was real proud of him. Because, yeah. Well, God bless him. I remember hearing that, too, and he was a very nice man. I met him a couple times uh, at the show, and just so many people. And I, I don't mean every time I call you up, I talk about the past a lot, but just that's a good, rich history at WPTF. And I've always... Yeah, we're in our 97th year now. You know that, don't you? We're not, birthday 96 was back in uh, in September, and uh, that puts us in the legacy stations around the country, the, the moldy oldies.
uh, butted each other. I, wherever I left off, he picked up, or vice versa. And would, uh, I, I would wave at him, and I thought when I was working with him at WPTF, and we got there totally separate ways. There was no connection about yeah. how I'm still waving at somebody who I've been waving at for the last 55 or 60 years. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, and he and he and Tony were are, were very very close too. So. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you can ever do it. If you can't, it's fine. But it would be so nice. I know a lot of people don't know who we're talking about, the newer people, but it would be nice if you ever had a chance to do a show about, you know, recordings or memories of some kind of tribute to all the, you know, the announcers from the many years, like, you know, Wally Osley, Bart Rittner. Well, we uh, usually do something like that around the anniversary, and the, the uh, if you can get onto the website, uh, the programs that we did, uh, about Johnny's career and his life and everything are there and can be downloaded and, and, and listened to on your computer or downloaded and listened to on your magic phone and stuff like that. Well, I will so. definitely check that out. I, there's something on uh, online, too, with Bart. There's a, a recording of Bart Rittner talking to someone, and I used to love him talking about the prejudge. <laughs> well, I was thinking of Bart the other day, and uh, uh, we did. Uh, I, I, I was friendly with I, I was Bart's producer for a while, and uh, we, we were friends, and uh, uh, when he died, we, I think we had two or three nights when, when different people uh, who were real close to him came and, and talked about Bart, and he, for a long time, if he said WPTF, the person people thought about was Bart. And so, That's right. He was good. He, I listened to him every afternoon. I think it was on from two to five or something back many years back. And he was he on had... from one to four, but before that, he was on the Birdman Hour at three o'clock. Yeah. That's right. I don't know if you ever heard that. I thought he did that because he liked birds, but he did it because the program director wanted him to do it. I don't think he really liked birds, but Barr was, was a, he could talk about anything, and he was extremely well-read. And so he, he was. He had the good voice and good personality. I met him once recently, too, well, not recently, met him back in those days, and he was a very nice man. I, yeah, I listened every day if I could. Well, we were thankful. We can we can qualify this for a, a program about Thanksgiving by to say we were thankful for the likes of Johnny Hood and Bart Redner and the other nice people who bring you in entertainment and keep things going. And We hope we can keep it going tonight and that somebody will follow you up. Herb, take care, okay? You too, and God bless you all and take care and have a happy Thanksgiving. You Tom. too, okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Herb from Pequay, Lorena, and I think the last time Herb was here, we I was trying to start a conversation with him. Well, I have to do this sometime about the fact that Fuquay used to be called Fuquay Springs because they had uh, uh, springs there that people uh, valued the water and taking the cure and things like that. They, there was a whole bunch of those up and down US 401 from the Virginia border uh, to south of Raleigh, Calibia Springs, and up toward. Uh, Warrington on 401 and uh, Lewisburg and that so on. We are talking, I hope, about Thanksgiving, but there are lots of different ways we can talk about Thanksgiving. Uh, and so we hope you will join us and tell us what your Thanksgiving is going to be like uh, or uh, what it has been like. I really want to kind of find out what people think is a standard Thanksgiving meal and does it have to have turkey or can it be something else? Can it be? I, in fact, I saw a little uh, uh, documentary, a short one, on, the, on the, the web tonight, and it was about the first Thanksgiving, back 1621, uh, 
for Thanksgiving in America, in, in, in New England, and there probably there weren't any turkeys involved in that. There may have been a goose or two, a lot of fish probably, because that was the product that handy, and maybe even a lobster or so, something like that, but probably not a turkey. And uh, But it has become the recognized meal for Thanksgiving, and there's been a little bit of a transfer over to to Christmas there, too. We would like for you to join us. I would like for you to join us uh, so we can have a dialogue and you can tell me about your Thanksgiving and where you're going or not going and what you're going to eat and how you're going to celebrate. Are you going to watch those football games? Uh, uh, Stephen and I uh, did a trivia show last Friday night and we talked about the the two NFL teams that uh, historically play their games on uh, they play uh, their game on Thanksgiving Day. I don't think, John, we haven't told the answer to that. Why don't you, somebody call me up and tell me what the two teams are. One of them has been doing it for almost 100 years now, and the other one is more like 60 years. But uh, the the two teams that play, play, always play on Thanksgiving Day, and they have a game. And I can remember seeing one of the teams, the older one, play in 1952 and 53. And I'll eliminate one of the teams for you. They were playing the Cleveland Browns, and a guy named Otto Graham was the quarterback. And later they would play the Browns, and Jim Brown would be a running back. But I'm not. That's not the team that I'm interested in. It's the other team that I'm interested in. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. John, I can tell that I've, I've run over on you here, but we're going to make this come out even. We get ready to join the CBS News coming up here on WPTF, the Tom Kearney Show. We're going to pause to check the news, and then we will be back. Tom Kearney here on the Tom Kearney Show, and uh, we are seeking your conversations about Thanksgiving, what you're planning to do, and how you're going to observe the rules, and what do you think a standard Thanksgiving meal is? What do you have to have? Do you have to have anything? And if you've had interesting choices on Thanksgiving, maybe you went somewhere, whether to Hawaii or, or Bora Bora or whatever, uh, but they had an unusual meal. 919 is the number, 860-9783. And if you have letters on your telephone, 9783 works out to be WPTF, so it's 860-WPTF in the 919 area code. A lot of times we do a little promoing at this time, and that's what we're going to do uh, tonight. Uh, we will have a reprise of a program that was originally broadcast about a month ago, a little over uh, uh, tomorrow night, and it is a worthy program. It's one that you will want to listen to if you're driving back and forth to somewhere or you've finished uh, eating all that you can eat and you're leaning back in your Barker lounger. Uh, we talked to David Menconi, who was a longtime entertainment editor at the News and Observer. He's written a book called The Story of North Carolina Popular Music. And it's starting with uh, Charlie Poole, who was a, a banjo player and a the sort of 1900 equivalent of a uh, rock star in North Carolina. Uh, and it runs through Blind Boy Fuller, who was a black gentleman who who sang blues and other things, uh, in, who was from Durham. There is a the best explanation that I've ever seen of what the beach music was, and uh, some part of it has to do with the with the fact that it's uh, it's music played at the beach on two boxes that 
probably isn't played inland. Uh, some people would argue with that, but I think that that's sort of what I remember it being, and that's what uh, David Menconi says it is. And there's there's a lot of writing about uh, traditional music in North Carolina too, uh, and uh, some good good words on uh, Doc Watson. Uh, in fact, uh, Joe Newberry and I talked about this uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago when Joe was on with us. But that will be rebroadcast tomorrow night between nine and ten. David Menconi's The Story of North Carolina Popular Music. The book, by the way, it would be a nice Christmas present for somebody who likes North Carolina popular music. And it's published by UNC Press and would be, I'm sure, available at the usual places. So that's what's coming up tomorrow night. Friday night will be a Friday night trivia night. Uh, and, uh, and then next week, uh, uh, one particular show stands out. Uh, uh, Nick Petro, who is the National Weather Service will be on, I believe, Wednesday night to talk about the weather because, meteorologically speaking, the, the National Weather Service uh, uh, and the Weather Bureau start uh, counting winter as of December 1st, and so that's uh, going to be Tuesday. So uh, we'll, we'll see what kind of preparation one needs to do for the possibility of severe winter weather and see if there are any prognoses uh, uh, not unlike those we had for the hurricane season. You know, they said there were going to be a lot of hurricanes, and indeed there were. And uh, the hurricane season officially end, ends on Monday, which is November 30th, and uh, the winter season begins on December 1st, which is Tuesday, and uh, Nick Petro will be on with us on Wednesday night next week. I think Tony Rigsby may be here on Tuesday night, and we may talk about all the sports changes and things that have, that have gone on. But in any event, that's what's coming up. But what I want to do is hear from you tonight. Uh, remember what my Baptist friends say, that you shouldn't hide out in the back of the church. If you come to the church, you should come on down to the front. So if you've got your radio on AM680, uh, dial up and participate. As we think about Thanksgiving, as it is being observed in, in the year 2020, and as, as it has been observed all along, one of the things I've asked you is to see if you can tell me what a standard Thanksgiving meal is because the two things that uh, Thanksgiving, it seems to me, focus on is family and getting together. And we've been cautioned about that this year. I, I'm sure some of it is in a limited way and maybe not in a limited way is going to go on. And uh, I, I hope that we don't regret it uh, and that people will do what is right about this. But the other is it's a time when we uh, go all out and a lot of Food is fixed that isn't fixed on every day or even every weekend throughout the year. It's the time for the big, big turkey and lots of sides and maybe a ham. But what is what is it that you have historically in your family had for Thanksgiving? And was there any special thing, maybe oyster stuffing or something like that? 919-860-9783. And it's absolutely necessary for you to be a part of this program so we can, in fact, have a dialogue, 919-860-9783, and uh, we, will, we will get along with the program. I, I Googled, John, you tell me if anybody rings up and turns on one of the green lights tonight, and I do believe it will happen. Uh, I Googled uh, what I actually put in, standard Thanksgiving meal, and it was interesting. It was about what I thought it would be. The traditional Thanksgiving dinner, it said, and this is probably from Wikipedia or somewhere like that, consists of 
roasted turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes. Oh, I have been wanting to have some mashed potatoes lately. And uh, he told Mrs. Kearney that, that uh, she was in the market to stop at that counter. Mashed potatoes with gravy, green beans, casserole or otherwise, corn. Yes, that's a very American food. Uh, dinner rolls. Love to smell good bread. Cranberry sauce and uh, pumpkin pie. Does that sound all right with you? I could trade the pumpkin pie for uh, sweet potato pie. They look right much the same. And sometimes the sweet potato pie has a little more flavor for you. One of the things I've read, not that this has to play a big part in your Thanksgiving meal, but that the sweet potato is one of nature's most nearly perfect foods. You get just about all that you need by way of vitamins, etc., from a sweet potato. You know, that's what they used to say about milk back in the 50s when it sponsored a program called Disneyland, early television program. Before there was a Disneyland, and gradually the TV Disneyland became the, the brick-and-mortar Disneyland out in California and then, then a, an eastern version of it in Orlando. But tell us about your Thanksgiving meals historically and what you're planning to have tomorrow. I think we're having turkey and I haven't heard of anything about stuffing, but, but just the usual stuff, the vegetables that go with it, and and uh, a piece of pie, I think maybe pumpkin pie. And uh, uh, But I would like to hear what, what, in fact, you're having and how you have observed. A lot of times, one of the things that will, will happen in a family, and this is the one that, that goes on and on, that, that the person who makes it, if it was Grandma or Aunt Sally or somebody, believes that if they don't fix this and don't show up at the Thanksgiving, which is usually held, you know, when the family gets together. I know uh, uh, my sister is the matriarch in our family, and so it's to her house that we would go if we went anywhere. And, uh, and the same is true with Mrs. Kearney. Her sister is older. And, and and one of the things is we don't have any children, and you, I've discovered that if you don't have any children, you always have to go somewhere else.
parade was after Thanksgiving. That's what made me think about this, because somebody asked me, do we usually have the Christmas parade before Thanksgiving? I think we had what would pass for a Christmas parade. It may have been virtual rather than real uh, last last weekend. So many things can happen. And, you know, it, the fact that so many things can happen but are not happening has really confused my calendar. I have to look. Uh, every day it's something that used to just kind of roll in, and I knew what the date was and what day it was. But I have to check now. That may be because I'm getting older, too. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Uh, and uh, you can tell us about what Thanksgiving is like for like for you. Do you have any particular thing you do on Thanksgiving? I think I hear that people eat. What time do you eat? I, I read today that the, the survey was done. What time do you think it was established by the survey is the time that typical Americans have their Thanksgiving meal? And uh, I was pleased to see that the time that we typically had it, whether we had it in, in Raleigh or in Goldsboro or in Winston-Salem or in Charlotte, it was within the parameters, within the window that uh, the average American had their Thanksgiving meal. Of course, things are a little bit out of sync this year because of the, the coronavirus and uh, our necessity for observing its existence and trying to avoid getting sick and and losing more people. So if you are going to have Thanksgiving and have people there, don't have too many. You can just still call them and tell them to stay home. And if you do have them there, try to conduct yourself in such a way as that you will not uh, get sick or, in fact, spread the disease if anybody has it. Uh, if we had observed that rule, oh, starting last February or March, we would, we would still have the... Uh, coronavirus around, but I don't think it would be as, as big a problem as, as it is, in fact. But uh, we want everybody to be thankful and to make it through 2020, to make it to Christmas, and uh, and uh, this will be a kind of a rehearsal, because Christmas is one of those family holidays where people end up getting together and going on long trips to be together with their family and so on, and the evidence from what we heard on the news the last time it was on is that a lot of people are flying and a lot of people are driving. So it uh, is a reminder again for wearing the mask, for maintaining a social distance and uh, washing your hands and other things, and wearing the mask all the time uh, and not relaxing because when you relax, that's when it when it, it, it gets you, when it's stealthy and sneaks up on you. Tell us about your Thanksgiving, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTO. Thanksgiving dinner, roast turkey, turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes, lots of gravy, green beans, maybe you know, just on the plate or uh, in a salad, corn, dinner rolls, cranberry sauce. And I like the cranberry sauce uh, Mrs. Kearney makes, gets real cranberries, you know, at the, at the market and makes a, a cranberry it's kind of like a chutney, but uh, uh, that's our cranberry to go with the meal. But I, my grandmother used to buy a can, and you could take the top off and let it slide out, and you had cranberry sauce. You slice it off and put a slice on a slab beside your uh, turkey with the, with the gravy. I love gravy boats, too. I, and that was a part of 
that was the only time in our house I ever saw a gravy boat was during the big deal Thanksgiving and Christmas meals. Pumpkin pie, as I said, I, I maybe would just as soon as have a, a sweet potato pie. 919-860-9783. We have time for you to tell us about your Thanksgiving and your Thanksgiving meal and your Thanksgiving get-together and whatever here on Nostalgia Night on WPTF. Thanksgiving. Uh, an opportunity tonight to talk with Tom about Thanksgiving. It's, histor- it's, it's historical observation, how you've done it in the past, and what you may in fact be, may be doing it in this weird and strange and dangerous year that we've had this year. Uh, and I'll remind you, too, that we'll not be live tomorrow. We will have a reprise, but it's a worthy one. Uh, an interview we did about a month and a half ago with David Menconi, The Story of North Carolina Popular Music, published recently by UNC Press. It would make a good gift for somebody who liked North Carolina history and North Carolina music, traditional and otherwise, uh, published by UNC Press. But you can hear all about it tomorrow night between 9 and 10 here on WPTF, and Friday night will be a trivia night. Now, when this lady who's on with us now, I think she lives in Durham, comes, I usually ask her if she spells Kathy with a K or with a C. But I'm not going to ask that tonight. It's with a K. With a K. Is it I-N-E or R-Y-N? No, it's Kathleen. Kathleen. K-A-T-H-L-E-E-N. I just go by Kathy. Okay, well, that's a good... With a Y. That'd be a good Irish name you've got there. (laughs) Do you know that? Yeah, well, there's a lot of Irish in my family. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you if you're any... Yeah, well, my... My family on one side is Irish, and on the other side, I think they were English dash Scots. My mother was named Baker. That was her last name, and I think that's Scott's name. But Kearney is very definitely an Irish name. Uh, John was telling me something about you said you had, what, 13? Your grandmother had 13 children or something like that? Yeah, she raised 13 children, and most of them raised large families. So, And her birthday is today. Well, that's wonderful. Now, where did she live? Where did she grow up? Is it in Durham County? Uh, no, no. Johnston County, I think, is where she grew up. But I know she, um, my mom was born in Virginia, and they lived up, uh, they spent a lot of time up in the, well, she went to Wilson School, so up in that area. So, I got you. Uh, Mama and her sister, they came to Durham to work in the hoser mill. And so that's how she got to Durham. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. There used to be a basketball coach at Wake Forest named Bones McKinney. Are you old enough to remember that? No. <laughs> well, he was born way down in the coast near Aurora, which uh-huh. is right after Aurora comes the ocean. And uh, yeah. But he came to Durham. I read in a biography of him with his mother because it was a job in Durham. Yeah. We had a lot of rural people in eastern North Carolina there were the farmers, but, you know, particularly women, there weren't jobs for women, so a lot of people ended up moving to Durham or, or Greensboro or Winston-Salem. Raleigh didn't have a lot of industry because it wasn't really that big, but that, that was not unusual. I'm sorry, what? I, I, said that, I just said that a lot of people moved in, inland to get jobs in the new industry, yeah. and, and that wasn't that unusual. But uh, I think my wife, uh, her father was a member of uh, 11 or 12. That is, her grandmother had 11 or 12 children. Uh, 
uh, on my side of that, we we kept the numbers down. My my grandfather had two, and my mother had two. My me being one, it was actually she had three. I I sometimes try to ignore him, but he's still there. So, <laughs> tell me about your Thanksgivings. Oh uh, well, growing up, uh, of course, Mama left the husband mill, bought this farm, and uh, so we had plenty of space and. Of course, with it being Thanksgiving, um, Thanksgiving was most of the time out here. Occasionally, it was at one of the other uh, families, but mostly it was out here. And everybody bought everything they liked to make. And so we'd have several hams, several turkeys, several whatever it is, you know, and there'd be something somebody made that, you know, that everybody was looking for what they made. And um, after Grandma passed away, um, you know, the family still came out here for a little, you know, a few years, but decided that they wanted to just have their own thing. So we had started having a family reunion on the weekend, but uh, so we could all still get together and, and know who was in the family. But um, yeah, it just wasn't the same after that. So I, when I, when we have Thanksgiving, I cook just about everything I know how to cook. <laughs> Nobody's going to starve to death is what you're saying. No, and I don't have to cook for a week after that. <laughs> well, well there's but, a, um, usually a fair number of leftovers, and if you don't mind eating cold collars, you can go on for a while. Oh, yeah, that's true. I usually make German chocolate cake, Ooh. and uh, my family, uh, my my daughters, you know, they, they really go for that. So I usually, that's what I'm. I make especially for Thanksgiving and Christmas, and then uh, I don't make them that often for any other reason, yeah. but um, I make them for that. And, I mean, you know, my mama made her dress in a certain way, and uh, I try to make sure that I make it that way. And then after that, it's just what all we like to eat, you know, and that's black-eyed peas and... Um, now, we have green beans and mashed potatoes all the time, so that's not so special. Kathy, so, yeah. Kathy we're going to have to go because I just looked up at the clock, and I've already run over one time tonight. I've got to stop here. But thank you so much for calling me, and join us again for, before Christmas, okay? Okay, I will. Thank you. Y'all Take have a care. good holiday. Well, she's made, she's made me hungry now. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, we're going to talk about music. Friday night, we're going to have trivia. Our thanks to John Salter, who was our producer tonight, and we'll be back uh, live on Friday night, but uh, reprise tomorrow night.